Good morning. Good morning, okay. And 706. Happy Wednesday Day. The day that is brighter. Because you're looking toward the future, which includes your weekend. What's a weekend, you ask? One of the greatest times of the week. Although Wednesday's got some pretty good stuff going on. The lineup's strong on Wednesday. Some big announcements yesterday. Did you hear Congressman Patrick McHenry announcing his retirement? I mean, retiring from elected business, we'll say. Does he make the switcheroo? Does he switch houses from, well, chambers from the House to the Senate? Is that a possibility? Isn't the math easier for Senate? Maybe not. Like every number of years. Uneducated, uninformed. We'll work through it. Maybe he's going to go just straight private sector. You know, he's a money guy. He gets it. He understands the way finance works. Maybe he's starting an underground Bitcoin operation. I don't know. It's worth an ask. He certainly understands, uh, you know, money. He, or did he just get tired? Like, like was, was being interim speaker like, whoa, 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 whoa. Thought I knew what I was signing up for. Decided at this point, it's not going to work. The suggestion I've got for him, sign up for the 12 Days of Christmas giveaway. That's what, that will make you feel better. WSICnews.com slash holiday. That's where you go. You sign up. It's free. You just fill in a couple of fields. We're data harvesting. It's what we do around here. You know what you get, though? If you win, you get a lot of great prizes. Wait a second. It starts tomorrow. Tomorrow's the 7th. We're supposed to give stuff away starting tomorrow. Do you know what we're giving away? Tomorrow? Um, I don't know exactly what it is, but I do know that we're ready. I thought you were going to know. I don't know. I was supposed to know. I don't even know if I know. No, I can be bought and bribed so they don't tell me things like that. Me either. Right. I'll just give it all away. I'll, yeah, I don't even have to be bought. We, it's actually <laughs> going to be one day of Christmas. We're just going to do all 12, like on one day. Wow. That's just knock it out, you know, free for all. We'll leave them on the curb. So be careful of the, the people stealing packages off porches. Let's see if it happens in a commercial setting, you Ooh. know, at the retail sh shop nice. center. Maybe, maybe the Hungry Howie's folks will pick it up nicely and deliver it with a free pizza pie. Yeah, odds look good too. Register. Odds, odds are. Is it stronger? I don't know if it's as good as uh, Powerball. Power. I think we're. I think we have less odds than Powerball of your chance to win, given how many signups there are. All right. Well, I was trying to encourage people. Got it. Right. Then there's still time. A little bit of hope. There. Well, <laughs> there's always a chance. Even mathematically. Sure. Right. Mathematically, there's always a chance. Sure. There's a very small chance you'll win anything. Sign up. WSIC News com slash holiday it's free except for your time that you can't have back you have to spend your time doing it you know you you calculate your time into to, you know your 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 cost of doing things in life i do you know you make that peanut butter and jelly that's three minutes you might not get back that's the only currency i really got that's it that that we're all equal of is anybody's time worth more than somebody else's time um like do you think elon thinks his time is worth more no i think he tries to maximize his time for himself, tries not to waste his time, and ipso facto, anyone else's time. What about David Tepper? You think his time is more valuable than other people's time? Or he I'm thinks? sure he's getting a classic hindsight right now. 
Is he is he like still in bed right now? Or you think he's up doing things right now? He been he best best be up doing something. <laughs> just lounging, just reflecting. You know, time for self. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's not really much he can. What are you gonna do now? Right. I mean, rest of the year. Sit back and watch. Yeah. Enjoy. It's early. It's early. Panthers play on Sunday. Yes, is I'm it... not sure who at the top of my head. Uh, I know Christmas Eve is Green Bay. Yes. Doesn't do me much there. good for this weekend. No, it does not. I do think that uh, mathematically, though, we're out. There's no there's no bringing it back. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can say that would entice somebody else to lose at this point and make a difference for us, right? I just want to make sure I'm clear on that. I think so. Okay. I was going to go to the vault if I had to and pull some things out, like really just shake some things up, you know, if I needed to, to throw some haymakers just to make sure we win <clears throat> for the weekend. You know, you really got to do that. 844-STUDIO-4. Phones are ringing. You're welcome to call 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. 12 days of Christmas giveaway starts tomorrow. I'm being shown on the video stream, WSICnews.com and all the social platforms. 19 days until Christmas? Man, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I mean, I'm ready. I'm always ready. We got Jeff checking in with iCats real quick. Something might be going on on the streets. Jeff with iCats, rideicats.com. Jeff, how are we doing this morning? Oh. There's been a wreck uh, about uh, between uh, uh, mile marker 39 and 38, uh, which is between Troutman and Mooresville on 77 South. Uh, it's a two-car accident. It's moved off to the side, but it's creating a, creating a backup. So... Uh, just uh, let, let your listeners know that uh, uh, be careful. Uh, you might want to take an alternate route. Uh, once you get by it, uh, traffic is moving, uh, but traffic is heavy this morning, uh, 77 south from Statesville down to Mooresville. Uh, everywhere else, uh, uh, there's pockets of heavy traffic. It's getting heavier as the morning progresses. Uh, the secondary roads in Statesville, Mooresville, I haven't heard of any uh, issues, uh, but 77 South between mar marker 30, uh, 39 and 38, um, just uh, beware of that accident. You think it's worth people hopping off and take, what is it, 115 or 21 they can take down, you know, from 42? Uh, they, could they can take 21. Um, it's, it's moving, uh, but it's moving slow. Um, you know, people get looking at what's going on and it just kind of slows things down, but, uh, uh, it shouldn't be long before they, they get it taken care of, but, uh, do want to, uh, be aware of that. Thank you, Jeff. We appreciate you, uh, giving us that insight. Rideicats.com, alternative transportation. We'll go ahead and talk to you in the eight o'clock hour, Jeff, or you want to call back at eight seven fifteen in about two minutes for fun. What you want to do? Yeah, I'll, I'll call back at eight fifteen. Okay. Have a good morning. Thank you. You too. All right. Thank you. Like, nah, I'm done. I'm finished. I've told you what I what I'm supposed to tell you, and now I'm going to move on with my. I feel like right now is when I should punch word of the day, but I'm not because it's not the right segment. Word of the day is at seven fifteen, so that'll be after the commercial break. Then we'll come back and we'll hit up word of the day. I'll tell you more about the twelve days of Christmas giveaway too. At that point, right? Because you can always tell people about that. It's important. It's just that time of year where you really want to like get free stuff. You know, I find that constantly when I go more than like regular times of the year. When I go to the grocery, I do expect free samples. But in holiday season, I don't know why. I just expect more free stuff, you know. What you got there? 
It's a little uh, protein bar kind of thing. Couldn't like, wait one minute. Cliff Kid? We got a Cliff... Unsolicited plug. Cliff Kid bar. Put the brand down. Dude, that's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's chocolate. <laughs> and so therefore... I heard the coffee machine beep too. All right. You know what's in there. Black powder. Hey, now. You know what's, where it's going. Down my gullet. Down the gullet. <laughs> Just on the other side of the break, you're going to oh, hear... Yeah. I'm going to explain to you how good black powder coffee is. Scientifically mathematically charismatically as soon as we come back from the break 12 days of christmas giveaway wsicnews.com slash holiday you better sign up tomorrow's the day it starts classic giveaway tomorrow maybe Good morning, okay. Eight seven eighteen. Oh my gosh, the time flies. It just keeps on rolling. We had Jeff from iCats call previous to the commercial break. There is an incident. 77 South between mile marker 38 and 39. If you are in that vicinity, you are likely sitting still in traffic right now. And for that, I tip my cap to you. It's a grind out there. What's up with Trout? I mean, that Troutman area right there, that 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 slick spot north of 36, between that and like 45, y'all get wild over there. I don't know what y'all do in Troutman all day long, but y'all be getting wild on the highway. Y'all need to slow down. So there's an accident between exit 39 and 38 right now. That's what's happening. And Jeff said everything else looks good. You can take it from me. You can trust me with your traffic advice. What I'd recommend doing... Just head toward the mountains and keep driving. That's that's that'll get you to work. And when you do it, you can bring something with you. Something that's freshly brewed directly from the pot. Let's see. How hot is it? Oh, it's hot. It's too hot. I can't drink that. I can't. It's black powder. That's what's in the cup. Man, it's good. Man, it's hot right now. You're like. Am I leaking a little bit on my cup, too? Maybe, possibly? Mm. Well, Black Powder's located in Mooresville. Also located at Lowry Drug. Come to find out, Dr. Fred claims he sells, he slangs Black Powder, too. You can go pick up your hemp, get a little CBD action, get you a little Black Powder coffee on the side, maybe a little compounding. You know what I mean? Maybe you got to take care of something. Maybe you got a little foot fungus going on that you need to compound for. Dr. Fred can take care of you there. I wonder what the most common compound is for. What are you thinking? It's warts? Foot fungus? Is there a compounding for foot fungus? Um, what exactly is compounding? So like mixing of creams. Okay. Like creams. Like you can get custom creams. Sorcery. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I don't think they come in different colors, though. They're probably like all just clear. Clear means good. It's pure. Pure as the driven snow, just like black powder coffee, directly from the earth. But what do you think the most common compounding is? We'll ask him that next time we talk to him, but what do you think it is? Interest. Compounding. <laughs> Mathematical certainty? Yes. It's the key to wealth. Like a rash? Some kind of rash? Yeah, rosh. Rosh? Mm. Rosh IRA? Yeah, that's probably true. Compound interest? We should get... Are we talking we should, pharmacy or finance? We should get Dr. Fred <laughs> and Joshua Doby together in a room to talk compounding. So my mom went to Red Rocks last night. 
And did she order the black and chicken sandwich? She sat there. She's reading the menu. Next thing I know, I am getting blown up with some text messages and pictures. I and I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, yeah. wrong guy. And then I read it and I'm like, oh, wow, my man's got his sandwich. Well, here's the thing about that menu at Red Rocks. It's actually a lot smaller than it used to be. And they used, they used to have a bunch of menu items and they're all named after people. And, and Joshua made the cut. I mean, even when they condensed down the menu, he, he, he was still a staple there. He's still a staple there. I get that sandwich every time. Uh, what I did last time to it that I went, I had them dip it in buffalo sauce. So I got the grilled chicken sandwich and I had them dip it in buffalo sauce. And that was, whew. so yeah, Red Rocks, if you go there, you'll see Joshua Doby's name on the menu. They do name particular items after people. And uh, he's one of them that they named something after. And it's a delicious sandwich. I won't try to bite Joshua next time I see him. Like, hey, is this come from your skin? You know what I mean? Like something weird like that? <laughs> don't, don't do that? No. Sometimes you say the most random things that are... I, is eyebrow that that raising. random? Is that eyebrow raising? I won't bite him? Is that... Right. <laughs> and then I picture you trying you... to bite him and him just <laughs> well, stiff army. <laughs> theater of the mind. Uh, do you think he orders the chicken sandwich when he goes to Red Rocks? Or is he like tired of it? I don't like, think he has to. He just walks in. The right, huge. Right. Me. Me. Let me get me. Me, please. <laughs> he is not pretentious like that. So there is no way Joshua Dobie says that when he walks in there. If I was him, I'd be. I mean, I, it's hard not to be. Right. right. Like, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have a I might reason go to Red to. Rocks for lunch and be like, me. Just to see what they say? Yeah. It's me. Bill Dobie. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> okay. I believed you for a minute there. I thought yeah. you would. I told you about the one time I tried to name drop in Burkdale, right? Yes. Bonefish Grill. Right. I don't. I just think that's a cusp place to drop names. <laughs> I mean, it's a place. It is a place. And I was a member of the same member of society that they are as being a tenant in Burkdale back then. So real quick, I, I attempted one time to drop, name drop, and I'll never do it again. I go, I call Bonefish Grill one day for lunch back at the law firm days. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you guys got these sliders. I've had them. I've had them during happy hour. Little little fish sandwich cod sliders, little cheeseburger sliders. Phenomenal. I'm a big slider fan. Me, I, I can take about six down the gullet. And I ask them, I say, hey, do you guys have this on the menu right now? They say, no, we don't have it. Sorry. That's a happy hour thing. Ah, oh. well, this is Justin Kazepis, you know, over here. At Kazepis Law, right here, right, like, you know, just down the street from you guys. Same, same complex. You don't have to get in the car. They're like, oh, no, we don't have them. Nope. And I said, okay, never again will I name drop. Couldn't even get some sliders. Come that, on, kids. That's how, that's how high up on the totem pole your boy is. He couldn't even get some sliders for lunch. But what I can get, free stuff. 12 days of Christmas sign up. That's how you get it. WSICnews.com slash holiday. I went everybody's head about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word of the day? Today's word of the day is an absolute doozy here. It is Adambrate. Adambrate. That's A D U M B R A T E. It's a verb. Adambrate. Adam Brait. Adam Brait. Adam Brait. Adam Brait. Yes, to hear it in a sentence. Please, sir. 
the coach adumbrated a game plan, but none of the players knew precisely what to do. He emphasized, he drew up, he said, he spoke eloquently too. Yeah, you, you actually kind of hit on one of the words, but it's it's a word and then another word, you know? Mm, you it's got, a double it's, word. It's a little deeper. Mm. He emphasized emphatically the play he drew up. Not far off, but still just, um, it's not what I'm looking for, so I'm not going to give it to you. Okay? That's fair. I'll give you another sentence. Okay. Adam Bright. With, assist with assistance from the victim, the sketch artist will adumbrate a picture of the robbery suspect. He will draw. Nicely. All right, all right. Keep that draw. Draw. I'll go back to accurately. sentence one. The coach adumbrated the game plan, but none of the players knew precisely what to do. He said it. He drew. He's, you say what you draw. But they don't know what they're doing, so there must be... Confusion. There must be adumbrate. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. The definition is to sketch out in a vague way. To sketch in a vague way. To right. be sketch. In a vague way. To sketch in a vague way. To sketch out in a vague way. Adumbrate. Adumbrate. Okay. Um... I often adumbrate when describing the contents of my cup. Yes. But I don't. I actually don't think you do. That is a good sentence, but it is not accurate for how you are. For the words that were correct, said. Correct. Correct. In fact, I anti-adumbrate. Right. When describing the contents of my cup. Right. Because you can throw anti, that'd be like opposite, right? Right, although it doesn't, if we're getting down to brass tacks here, Latin isn't an A in the beginning, typically mean not. Yeah. Right, so a maybe, maybe you just dumbbrate. Uh, <laughs> that sounds more accurate. Actually. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, is this Latin? I don't build sentences or words. Is adumbrate Latin? Uh, mm, actually. You would know that. You're Latin, right? Um. You're, it's, it's Greek. You're of Latin descent. Everything comes from Greek. Everything is Greek. Yes. That's true. Have you ever seen that movie? Um, what is it? My Big Fat Greek Wedding. That's the one. Yeah. They have the third out now, too. That's a miss for me, dog. I ain't seen that. Number one was perfect. So you can't mess it up with two or three? I they, think they got... Yeah, I think they're, they're coming out with number three right now. Like what I'm supposed to like because I'm Greek. I'm supposed to like have seen all of them. I don't do. I don't. I don't do. Uh, I don't do much. Much movies these days actually anymore. I, I used to be really big into watching the movie scene, and then now, as I've gotten older and time has, you know, bleeded me, I don't know necessarily that I spend an hour and a half, two hours watching the movie purely because. I just, there's something else to do now at this point in fiction. I mean, if it's, if it's Disney, I'll watch it, right? Like, so animated movies, maybe we should step up the amount of animated movies we're making. I could get on board with that. I love a good gangster movie, but I just feel like it's been a long time since I've really seen like a good, good gangster movie. It's been a, it's been a hot minute since I've seen one. So. You've gone to gangster movies? I, I yeah, I've, I've moved on. Cool. Um, <laughs> while the phone rings, 844-STUDIO-4, 12 days of Christmas giveaway starting tomorrow.
WSICnews.com slash holiday. That's where you sign up. Register to win for free, and we'll have names. They're actually, I, I do know, I think, I think I can say this. There will actually be physical, like, names in a hat that we will draw. We're not going to do some digital, random digital wheel that just, like, fake spins and right. pops up a name. No, this will actually be physical. Cool. They're, old school. They're, they're old school mentality here. I like that. Of drawing names, likely out of a hat, possibly out of a hat that's shaped like a Santa hat. Oh, it's not impossible. I don't know if all the names will fit in there, but we'll certainly give it a try. Right. Multiple. Maybe Santa's bag. Maybe. We've got Bill Russell coming up in the eight o'clock hour. Also, Jason Drum, Drum Landscape Supply coming up. Got to check on things. Coming back. Good morning, okay, and 7.33 on this Wednesday day. 12 days of Christmas giveaway, wsicnews.com slash holiday. That's where you sign up, great prizes. You wanna stay at a mountain lodge? Not a mountain lodge, boutique hotel in the mountains? Greystone Lodge, that's where you'll uh, be able to stay if you win that one. We got scooters, we got a karaoke machine, got a ninja blender, got all kinds of stuff. There's a whole, there's 12 days worth of stuff that we're giving away. And so you'll have your chance to do that. WSICnews.com slash holidays where you sign up. All right. In addition to Congressman Patrick McHenry announcing retirement yesterday, Senator Tom Tillis made a big announcement. A billion dollar grant for connecting rail from Raleigh to Richmond. That's not that's not like a little bit as far as a, a, a runway goes. Let's start with the two endpoints, right? Because because we talked about this yesterday. That, that was what was funny, I think, to me, is that we were talking so much about infrastructure yesterday. There's been a lot of talk about investigative studies, which in addition then after the billion-dollar grant, there was an additional message. I think it's about $7 million, I want to say, for investigating those other lines that we mentioned yesterday that we talked about. So there's a lot going on from transportation and uh, dollars that are about to be spent uh, on this. All right, so Raleigh. When's the last time you've been to Raleigh? Um, I think it was a wedding last year. It was awesome. I don't have a problem with Raleigh, the the place. Um, I think that just the people who live there. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just it it becomes one of the factors why I truly believe I will never run for office because I just don't want to live anywhere but here. You know, so for okay. me, it's like. I wish that they would make this the center of government. At the same time, I don't want them to make this the center of government because I don't want a bunch of government where I live. So kind of a tit-for-tat trade there. Uh, but for Raleigh, then to Richmond. When's the last time you've been to Richmond? Um, probably not since I was coaching lacrosse, some tournament. Okay. Uh, I went to Richmond within the past year. I got a buddy who lives there, a good friend who lives there. We took a trip up there, played Shout some golf. Shout out, Matty V. Played some golf, um, hung out, and, and went to hit the scene a little bit in, in the nighttime, in the evening. I was very surprised, and, and I'll, I'll, I don't mind saying this. Richmond is one of the best walkable cities I have ever been to in my life. Oh, wow. Really? One of the best. If you want um, a design plan based on walkability, Richmond is a, certainly a model you've got to look at. That's huge for me. It was designed, though, you think about how old the city is. It was designed in the times of horse and buggy. Right. And so because of that, 
you had people walking at that time on yeah, the that's streets. that's like the next level up from walking. Exactly. And so you have a lot of mixed use. You've got a lot of residential over commercial. And then you've got a lot of pocket neighborhoods kind of throughout. Right. There's also, there's there's a weird thing there, though. And I don't want to, weird probably isn't the best word for it. I have a problem with Richmond that while sitting inside of a restaurant, homeless people will come in and ask you for money while you are sitting at your table. Right. Whoa. Very uncomfortable. Not okay. Right. Gotta shut that down. You can't have that. I mean, I'm literally sitting at the table with my friend. And and one of my friends in particular does not like those kind of scenarios and has no problem telling people Right. Get out of my face. And that scenario happened. And okay. I, and in that moment, I said, well, wait a second. Shouldn't we take a selfie? <laughs> <laughs> I did not say It'll that. It'll all be better. I did not say that. I said, okay, so this place isn't perfect. That That's what I said to myself right. in that moment. If you could figure that out, because Richmond has such a diverse um small business community yes you have so many different types of restaurants you have so many different types of shopping experiences you've got a college you've got all this different stuff in one which doesn't feel overwhelmingly large city it doesn't feel big no it doesn't you can walk around and enjoy many different things um which that is what i seek like kind of here locally at least the food scene the experience scene is to have a bunch of micro small businesses of different ethnic cultures right combined together Sure. The bonus would be the walkability. So now you're connecting two major cities because I think the real connection here is, isn't just to Richmond, right? It's okay. Beyond Richmond, then you're getting to Washington, DC. You're getting to Pennsylvania. You're, you're getting, you know, toward New York. You're, you're connecting multiple major cities that then will have ancillary effects outwardly. And that's what we talked about. So so what's the strategy now while Raleigh becomes a central point to get to more of the northern territories, Richmond, Washington, D.C. in particular, let's say? I think that's the ultimate connection is to Washington, D.C. I do think that that is the ultimate connection here. But now how do we get to Raleigh? Then how do we, if Raleigh's going to be the central point for the transportation in and out of North Carolina, how then do we take the state and connect it to where it's not a burden or a bear to, to utilize this infrastructure? Because it's a three-hour drive to Raleigh for us from from this area. About a little bit more than three hours, or is it just at three hours? Um, let's see. I would say maybe a little bit more than three hours. I'm used to come, going from Greensboro. That's okay. when I used to go up there a lot. So, so three to three and a half hours, we'll yeah. call it somewhere in that range. In addition, then to the drive or ride to Richmond. Now, I do believe it's supposed to be like a hundred and ten mile per hour train passenger train that will that that's part of the plan is from that speed is that fast enough i don't know 110 miles per hour depends on how many stops you got along the way it does look like there's a couple of stops right if you if you look at the map that was sent out as well as part of the the imaging um there is certainly a couple of stops that will happen along the way as there should be i'm not i'm not saying that we shouldn't stop we want to stop you've got wake forest you've got henderson you've got norlina You've got three locations here. Norlina is probably the coolest name we have in the in this. I state. just said it with such confidence. Like if right. it's not Norlina, it should be. I always call it Norlina. 
I've never seen that city before in my life before. You've never seen Norlina? Never seen Norlina. I love it because you just cross right into North Carolina and sure enough, it's Norlina. Okay. What's, what's in Norlina? Uh, Norlina. Norlina. Okay. All right. A train, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and so you've got a current freight service in part of this. And again, WSICnews.com, all the social platforms, you can see kind of this map that's been put out talking about this new line. So then there's current passenger service, right? That kind of goes more east and then cuts through Wilson and Rocky Mount Selma toward Richmond. I, I'm assuming that's the current Amtrak line there. So this is going to shave off from Raleigh to Richmond, this new line, potentially about an hour, they say. An hour of commuting time is what it's, it's set I like to that. shave. I'm good with that. Raleigh's getting a lot of love. They got, again, toll, they got tolls in Raleigh? They may have a toll road. I don't know if they do, to be honest with you. We do. We ended up with the toll road. That's a sore subject, though. Do you think they're doing that to push people away from Charlotte and to Raleigh? There has always been a clash of Raleigh and Charlotte. There's always been just this constant. Yeah, <laughs> there's always been a constant uh, clash. Right. And I and I think it has to do with ideologies, politics. There's a lot of that, right? Sure. Charlotte's a major city. Raleigh is also a major city, though, too. They compete. A lot of times when you see these like national you know, charts that recognize multiple major cities, Raleigh is on that list. It's not, not on oh, that yeah, list. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Charlotte is also on these lists. Mm -hmm. There's the back and forth right now of population where I think Raleigh has surpassed population of Charlotte. Wow. I could be wrong about that, but I, I have seen at least a chart that had Raleigh higher than Charlotte. The dolls are working. But again, I ask, how do we then connect to that? Like, do we want to? I guess that's the first step. Do people in this area care about being able to go to Richmond and Washington, D.C.? Yes. In alternative modes of transportation, because what we have, Raleigh doesn't have, and that's the airport. Charlotte's got an international airport. Frequents to Washington, D.C. multiple times a day. Frequents a lot of places multiple times a day. Take that, Raleigh. Is that enough? Or do we want alternative modes of transportation? Would you ride a train to Richmond? Um, Six hours. I, I would ride it all, all around the state. I don't know if Richmond exactly. Six hours to go to Richmond? Well, if you think about, because right. you got to get to Raleigh, right, then right, you got to right, go to right, Richmond. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would. I like the idea of trains. I, I think it's cool to, uh, you know, get on. I mean, obviously, I know it takes a little longer. But again, I'm not driving. I can read listen to music listen to wsic um it's the experience the experience is different correct correct now if they especially if they kind of piggyback on that to make the experience for a passenger like you know unique or you know uh make me feel good about myself um yeah i, I would be all over the train are you expecting like you know jet blue and the swiss alps style seats on these trains or are you uh, like... well i'm old enough now to I, I know things get very real very quickly um it's not all glitz and glamour so i i do know that there will probably be a little bit of a busted seam um but i'm cool we'll sit in the c class is that where we're sitting yeah which i'm fine with, with. my people right yeah. that's what i mean i'll be in the back of the bus yeah. i got no problem being in the back of the bus that's where i like to be i i just think again about that experience six hours versus okay i can just load up my car and go right not hating on it i want to make it work Again, I'm just asking connectivity then to the rest because right. if I got to get to Raleigh first, now that's part of my equation when I'm analyzing what am I going to do. Correct. 
I, I understand what you're saying. Now, Raleigh will get a significant business benefit from this. They're, also, sorry, I, I don't mean to cut you you're off. You're okay. You can come up whenever the, you want uh, to. Uh, how are, can, like, is it on schedule, the train? Is it always hit its time or is there a delay? If one delays, is it delayed the rest of the day, the rest of the week, the rest of the month? Like, how does that? That's a great question. Right. And is it one train that's taking the whole rail or are we talking like three or four coming both right. ways? Because if I miss the 8 a.m., can I hop on the noon train and still, you know, make my dinner reservation that night with my family? Right. Can I? Um, do you think it attracts the workforce? Because Richmond has a lot younger workforce and population. Do you think that was a consideration in this at all to try to attract a younger demo? Really? You think people would hop on a train to work? I don't know. Right. Just ask it. Right. What do you think? 844-STUDIO-4. I think you should sign up for WSIC's 12 Days of Christmas giveaway. Good morning, okay, and 7.48 on this Wednesday day. 12 Days of Christmas giveaways starts tomorrow. WSICnews.com slash holiday. Sign up. It's free. Win all kinds of prizes. Be a good time. All right, a billion dollars announced yesterday. A billion dollars announced by Senator Tom Tillis, a grant. A billion with a B. Billion dollars. Richmond to Raleigh. It, it, it works for federal dollars because it's multiple cities, multiple states, right? Like, like that's got to be part of that criteria. It can't be just all North Carolina. There are dollars then that are going to be spent in Virginia on the infrastructure, right? That whole line. And then, obviously, those corridors in between will see growth as well. So now we're seeing this northern portion of North Carolina, which I don't know if you've driven the northern portion of North Carolina. Pretty rural. Norlana. Pretty rural area and so we will see that begin to grow my question is okay then where is the Asheville to Wilmington connector where's the rail line for connecting Asheville to Wilmington because that as far as in-state transportation if I can go Asheville you know Charlotte Lake Norman head east probably hit up Winston in the borough pop off to Raleigh Probably more the triangle somewhere like that. And then mm -hmm. you got Fayetteville. Shout out Fayetteville. And you make your way toward Wilmington, right? Like there's a lot in there. Where the 40 ends and the party begins. I mean, I think I, I think you really got to think about connecting what Fayetteville and Hillsboro, the two airports, you know, you got Air Force Base, I think. And what is it? Hill, is it Hillsboro or Gold, Goldsboro? Somewhere out there. And then you got Fayetteville, obviously. You got a fort there. Fort Bragg. No longer Fort Bragg. No longer. You got to connect those two. And then you got to connect to the beach. So where's that plan now in all of this? Would that take more than a billion dollars, you think? Think it would take more than a billion? Guessing out loud without any estimates whatsoever? No, we can get it done. I think for a billion. If I was your governor, I could get it done for under a billion. Under a billion. Under a bill. Under a bill. I'll tell you what, we're not even going to pay for it. China? Russia? Vote for me. Find out who. Find out who. I'll tell you after I win. Right. I'll tell you me. after I win who's <laughs> believe me this believe you me that would be a good example of Adam braided game plan you wouldn't you, well it might be it's, sketch it's also vague sketch plus vague equals Adam braid but I believe in your ability to get it done thank you that I would set aside at any Adam braid right. any any apprehension based on your Adam braid right I would set that aside 
Would you ride a train from Asheville to Wilmington? Yes. You would see. So you care more about in-state than going out of state. I would conduct. I would conduce. Conduce? Sure. Yeah. What do you conduce? <laughs> You'd be the sing-along right. guy? You'd Hop be... on. Weirdos. <laughs> We're going to Wilmington. <laughs> is that at the Asheville stop or what stop yeah. is that at? Yeah, Asheville. Those are my people up there. Are they? They love me. What do they love about you? You been to Papa's and Beer on Tunnel Road recently? Um, no. I hear there's Jamaican gangs out there. That would make sense. Um, last time I was in Asheville, I, I, I think I held a snake. Sounds about right. I think I came back from Asheville and I was a vegetarian for a year. <laughs> because that's like, what they do. <laughs> uh, it was a different experience than your homeless uh, in Richmond. We were at a restaurant and somebody came up with a TV and like three kids and held up a sign saying uh, it was like a, just showing me how the meat, what happens like <laughs> oh cows God. and stuff. <laughs> Outside? Yeah, like, like I'm talking at the yeah, window? Right. Like from me to you. Holding a TV? Closer. Right. And it was yeah. just a video? And, right. And did you have to watch that experience while I you were I had my back to it, so I was kind of, you know. But everybody, whenever I'm talking, people are looking at me. I see them looking past me. <laughs> yeah. And so you came back a vegetarian after that experience? Um, soon thereafter, yeah. So documentary or so later. and We should do that. We should go to like a chicken farm. Yeah. Just to see what happens. Okay. I mean, we should let them know we're coming before we go. Right. I don't think we just want to show up. They probably won't let us on if we just show up. Sure. D did that? Well, that doesn't change Natalie's feelings, right? Because she already is a vegetarian well, no, that, or pescatarian. That's when we started that whole journey. That's the origin story? Um, I guess so, yeah. Wow. Well, we all have, tra you know, every superhero has a major tragedy that occurs in their life. Right. And watching a cow get slaughtered definitely would do that. Right. You know, Texas, they, they were playing in games like, did you see the the hazing that was going on up there? They they are ruthless in Texas. Did you oh, see that? Oh, was that at uh, like Oklahoma State or something? They left a dead cow in the front yard or something a like dead that? dead livestock, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, isn't that a felony in Texas? Should be, just not, I mean. Or do they cook it? Like, as long as they can eat it still, it's okay? I guess. That just seems cruel. Dude, they're taking it to another level. Texas was probably mad they were probably not about to make the playoffs, you know? Getting ruthless out there. I don't think it was Texas. I think it was like their opponents. Oh, their opponents dropping right, from the dropping big, bombs in, yeah. front, in their front right, yard. Like, hey, look what we got. We're going to kill the cow. We're going to kill the cattle. Yeah. Sigma, Longhorn what? Sigma Alpha up top. <laughs> I never did join a frat. You didn't? No. I There's something you about... You would have thrived probably. I'm... I'm I, I, in the, this isn't a brag. I believe I'm more chameleon-like that I can thrive in any environment you put sure, me in. You know, I just sure. enjoy that. Like, hey, let's play the game for a day. Then I'll go home and be my normal self again. Right. Whatever that is. But the thought of having to do like wall sits and some older dude who's going to end up, you know, right. not a nice stature in life, pour beer on my head. Right. Just wasn't something I was interested in. Doing. Yeah. I would have judo chopped him to the sack. Hey, like Zeppi. Just, yeah, like that. Put this cigarette out on your tongue. Right. Like that's now go not, to class. Yeah, like my class. <laughs> <laughs> not not never been part of my mantra or wheelhouse to be a part of that brother, brotherhood uh, right. in that way, shape, or form. I do like collective bodies of organizations, though. I am member a member Ain't of nothing wrong with a little fellowship. I always enjoy it. Yep. Always enjoy it. Uh I'd enjoy a fellowship on a train with you across the entire state. I would go live on the sh on we can, go, yeah. we can go live on the show for Across State. Yeah, First time, let's, let's, let's plan on that. If they ever open a train that connects Asheville to Wilmington, we will go live. 
We will go live. We will go live from that train. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I also might drive instead of ride the train because it's going to take a while because we would have to drive to Asheville, which is about three hours, and then ride from there. So I guess the total train ride, if it wasn't a super speed train, would be like six hours to go from Asheville to the beach, right? Because it's about four hours from here. If you factor the two to three hours it would take to get to Asheville and then ride the train. So you're talking about six hours. Oh, that's what we're doing. This is the fun car. If you're not having fun, you go to the front of the train. We have fun in the back of the train. This is where it goes down. There's cots laid out. Just pass out wherever you want. It is grab-and-go family-style snacks. I definitely recommend Graham Graham's deviled eggs. That's what I'd be munching on. <laughs> Get that car feeling right. I, I think I can. <laughs> Just music constantly. Like, like no sun. Like, let's treat it like Alaska. Black out the shades. Right. So you don't know what time it is. Drop your cell phone in the bucket. You're not allowed to know what time it is. Is that the secret to lasting six hours on a train without, you know, caring? Yeah, I don't know. Six hours does seem kind of steep. That, and that's that's my thing here. It's like, if it's part of a vacation, though, like to right. go to the beach, are you okay with that? Or do you like having the control of a vehicle that you can drive? I, I do like that. I do, too. I do like that. I'm a control freak. And I don't have the, um, at the moment, I don't have like a, a, a reason to go to just Richmond. You know, I always go to I'd go Maryland. with you. I'd go with you to Richmond. Right. Okay. What about if there was the train from Charlotte to Lake Norman? Let's go even more micro with it then. Would you, to work, if it ran early enough in the morning? I think I would. You think I you would? I would definitely try it, yeah. I would try it. Definitely go out for a weekend. Well, it'd be good because, like I said, it would allow me a time to prepare for the show versus the time of driving. But is it so long? Like, you think that extra 30 minutes oh, is yeah. going to, it would gift you enough oh, yeah. done? Oh, yeah. Because then you got to think, okay, you landed Antiquity on 28. Right. How else are you getting this? Justin. Come pick me up. Come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk, but I'd rather you pick me up. Right. Or I'll Uber and I'll wait six hours. Someone took my bike. I hid it behind the Harris Tita. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Do they allow you to bring your bike on the train? They better. I think that's that's a question. Am I allowed to bring my additional mode of transportation? Because when I get to where I'm going, I got to be able to get somewhere. Right. Unless you just want me hanging out like a homeless bum right here in front of the train. Right. Which... Forget my bike. Got to get back on the train. Go back. Get my bike. Get back on the train. Might as well just drive your car by that point by the time you get back down. Man. There goes Tuesday. Yep. Out the window. Nothing left. And Jeff's like, oh, streets look great. <laughs> Dang it. Is that the other side of it, though, too? What if, like, we did have the train and then all of a sudden like, everybody rode it to Charlotte? Like the, the streets cleared and the train became the chaos of the morning. Finding a parking spot. At the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, alive looking at the parking lot. <laughs> just thousands of people the whole way. Quad City DJs. I don't know why. This oddly reminds me of the 12 Days of Christmas giveaway. Which it, does, is happening it gets me with in the mood. WSICnews.com slash holiday. You want to sign up? Maybe you need a little... Well, we got a karaoke machine. 
Oh yeah, karaoke. Absolutely. This is relevant now. Absolutely. This is absolutely I like to tie it relevant. In. <laughs> yeah, this is that's a great connection. If I knew the words right now, I would sing as if it's karaoke. Come ride on, that ride choo-choo. the train. Ride that and choo-choo. ride it. Come ride on, choo-choo. ride that train. Ride and ride it. That's what ride you can that do. Ride that choo choo. Is it is, is it two mics with the karaoke machine? Do you get you gotta get two, right? Only need one with me, baby. Only need one. I'm playing all night. I got next song. On this Wednesday day. 12 Days of Christmas Giveaway starts tomorrow, wsicnews.com slash holiday. That's where you sign up if you want to win free prizes, a bunch of free stuff. Ben Daniels is on his way down to Studio C right now. He may show up prior to the end of the show. If he does, he can hop on and tell you all about what the plan is for tomorrow. They don't tell me anything. They don't let me do anything. I'm just allowed to come and sit down and read the prompter. That's all I do. You know, this is all prompted, right? This is all pre-scripted. Everything we do here is pre-scripted just right in front of my face. And I'm just I'm just supposed to read it. That's what I'm supposed to do. But I typically go off the rails. You know who's gone off the rails, though? The Honey Badgers. What's up, Gaston County? What happened? What went wrong? Filed for bankruptcy. That's not what you want. You do not want that. The Gastonia Honey oh Honey Hunters. Sorry, I kept calling them the Honey Badgers. Maybe that's why I was so confused. The Honey Hunters. <laughs> Uh, sorry, a misread on the prompt. Um, Honey Hunters have filed for bankruptcy. A court hearing is scheduled for today. Bankruptcy filings show the team is $4 million in debt. The Atlantic League has already kicked the Honey Hunters out and is hoping to find a new professional team in Gastonia. In so, Gastonia? Well, yeah. I mean, that's where the stadium's at. Right. Hmm. It's a, baseballs are stadiums, right? Like it's a baseball stadium? Sure. They parks, they well, uh, obviously mismanagement occurred. There was, uh, I'll say it's kind of tough. Uh, four million dollars in the hole, rounding error. That's tough. Maybe the attendance was down. Have you been to a Honey Hunters game? I can honestly say I've not. Didn't know that there were games. I think I drove by the stadium. I've driven past it once. Okay, I think I've driven by it's nice. It looks cool. It looks nice. You think the people of Gastonia like it? I'm sure they appreciate it. Like, is it the team's fault? Like, is it the manager's fault? Or do people just not come out? Like, like is baseball not Gastonia's sport? That is interesting. I'm just asking questions. Right. No, that's totally I'm not trying to flare anything up. People get nervous. Gotta get to the bottom of it. Yeah. I I think, you know, when we're talking, because undoubtedly some of this is going to be taxpayer dollars. There's obviously a hurt to the taxpayer in some way, shape, or form. A waste of money occurred somewhere. So is baseball, you know, dead in Gastonia? Do people even care about baseball in Gastonia? Have they ever heard? Do you think people in Gastonia have heard of baseball? Of baseball? Uh, I'm definitely sure they have. The Honey Hunters, I'm sure they've heard of them as well. Maybe. Maybe they didn't know. What was the marketing plan? At what time do you realize, like, man, we're going to come up in the red a little bit here? Like in the in the scheme of event venues? Yeah. 
It's tough, man. That's a tough game. Right. You know, we talked with Chris Bukita several times. We, we've we've met with him, and sure. he, he's kind of, you know, even on mic, he's always willing to share, but even off mic, like the grind of running a venue. Sure. I couldn't do it in my stage of life with the kids at home and everything like that because you got basically every night and weekend. Right. You've got to be willing to grind. On site, on scene. That's what makes that space tough in general because if you're not, this is what happens. You end up $4 million in the whole file in bankruptcy. But when you come to a specific arena, like are they going to play, you know, is, are they going to try to bring somebody on that then includes like a Tepper? Like are we getting Billy Joel to come out to the Honey Hunter Stadium? Are we trying to get to that level? I'm sure they would. everyone would love it if that was the level. Billy Joel? You seen Billy Joel in concert? I have not. I've heard he's incredible. Pretty darn good. Seems like an amazing talent. Saw him twice, had a chance to see him a third time. I regret not seeing him the third time. Where? Saw him in Madison Square Garden. Oh, wow. What are you doing in the city? Saw him. Oh, my gosh. Saw him at Time Warner, which is now Spectrum. Well, it's Spectrum. Yes. And then I was going to see him at Bank of America, but we had the option because he was going to perform during COVID. And then so it got delayed. And then we had the option to get a refund on the tickets. And I chose the refund route. I regret that. I should not have. I would have loved to see him at Bank of America Stadium. Um, Billy Joel hasn't written a song in, what, 30 years, but still, you know, holds every song down like it's a banger. Yeah. He's a performer. Coming up this year, uh, you got Uncle Cracker, Kenny Chesney, and Zach Brown Band. Kenny Chesney's coming to town? All three together in one show. It's Uncle oh, really? Cracker, Kenny, and Zach Brown Band. One show, Bank of America Stadium. Is Tepper off the hook now? Yes. Hire him as staff. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. He's uh Hey Coach Kenny. <laughs> Got I I saw Kenny Chesney once. We saw him together. Yep. One I've summer. A couple times. We saw him at PNC back in the day. No. Yeah. During oh, the summer. Yeah, Verizon. Yeah, yeah. Well, is, is it Verizon now or PNC? No, it is PNC now. It was I, when Verizon. I when I moved back here, I was like, man, where's Verizon Amphitheater? I, PNC Music PNC Pavilion. Music Pavilion. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've gotten, we've gotten with the times. Right. I was like, we oh. use that marketing rhetoric around here. Don't you worry about that. Not the amphitheater. I don't, there, there's a few big artists obviously coming to Bank of America. They make way more money for that than they do during Panthers games, I would imagine. Because Panthers games probably a net negative. Between paying the players, prepping the field the staff to work it and then you don't turn around and get the attendance because you have to plan as if and you're paying coaches that aren't coaching do they do you think any panthers games they would close the top section and move everybody down low no 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 there's not that few of people no there? the league's too big the league's too big yeah the, the the system is too big that we can't allow that correct i think they should allow it pack the stadium down they, they do it at basketball arenas they move you down low. No. If the, if there's enough seats for the cameras, for the facade, they'll do it for the facade. It's all a facade. Mm. I was trying to look up tickets to take Noah to a Hornets game because I got so excited. He did so good at the App State-Auburn game. Right. So I was like really excited about the opportunity to take him to a basketball game. They're all like at 7 o'clock at night, though. Oh, yeah. What's, where's the daytime Saturday game? You got to get you a little daytime. The daytime Sunday games were actually my favorite because I used right. to – Going to the game and then coming back home and still being a little bit of daylight out. Yes. Get to go and like practice the moves, you know. 
That's my whole point. Windmill dunk. Like yeah. Saturday night at 7 p.m., me and Noah going downtown. Like, that's not a good combo. Hitting the town. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in a few years. Yeah. But awesome. I was looking in the schedule. I didn't see any Sunday daytime games in the schedule in Charlotte. Maybe it's coming around. Maybe around MLK Day. I know that they play basketball all day during that time. They're not on Ticketmaster. I looked on Ticketmaster. We're prime time. Is that really what it's about? I mean, they're not all on TV, though. Yeah. Saturday night at 7 o'clock, are we on every single, you know, are we on TV every Saturday not, night not game? National. <laughs> not national. Not, not hard, Hardly local. Yes. Not in Espen. Not uh, your local affiliate. Who is the local affiliate for? Isn't it? Oh, horns? Wasn't it uh, like Bali Sports and stuff? And then ABC? The stuff fell through. Mm. I'm not sure. ESPN Ocho? No, not the Ocho. Did they ever bring that back yet? Um, I think they will bring it back on like certain days where like ESPN2 is now ESPN Ocho. Well, Peyton and Eli got to be doing way better than Troy Aikman is on Monday nights. Is it Troy Aikman on Monday nights on the main broadcast on ESPN? Saved by the phones. 844-STUDIO-4. If you want to call and be part of the conversation, 844-788-3464. 12 days of Christmas giveaway. Starts tomorrow, wsicnews.com slash holiday. You can sign up today. You better do it. Free stuff. WSICnews.com slash holiday. Jeff's next. Good morning. Okay, and 818. The streets are wilding out there. Let's get a look at traffic. We've got Jeff on the phone. RideICats.com, alternative transportation. Jeff, what's going on out there? Good morning. Uh, 77 South uh, from Langtree, exit 31 to uh, 485. It's uh, heavy congestion. Uh, tra- sometimes it's uh, almost to a standstill. Uh, other places it's flowing a little bit better. Uh, as you get into uh, Charlotte, uh, heavy congestion uh, this morning uh, from about uh, 85 uh, going into the city on 75 there. And then uh, 77 North, uh, heavy congestion from uh, uh, around exit 23 on up to uh, Cornelius. So uh, just take your time and uh, be aware that there'll be a few slowdowns along the way. There's no accidents to report. Uh, The secondary roads in the Statesville, Mooresville area at this time uh, haven't heard of any reports of uh, any problems. So uh, I hope everybody has a great Wednesday. All right, Jeff, we appreciate the look at the streets. Glad that uh, things are flowing, but that normal traffic. So just keep a little distance when you're driving. RideICats.com. There's a solution for you if you're not interested in sitting in the traffic because Jeff gets to cruise in the HOV lane. Three bucks each way to commute to the city of Charlotte from Iredell County. RideICats.com. Jeff, we appreciate you, sir. All right, have a great day. You too. Jeff keeping us apprised of what's going on out there. So we were talking about uh, Richmond to Raleigh, the new line that has a billion-dollar grant. Senator Tom Tillis announced a billion-dollar grant. A billion-dollar grant to improve the line, a new line, it looks like, based on the, the graphic that's been put out by Rail Magazine, that would flow from Raleigh to Richmond. We've got Bitcoin Lenny on the phone. Uh, Bitcoin Lenny, it is a train, a passenger train from Raleigh to Richmond add value for North Carolinians? Uh, one, 
Yes, because it's it. I, I think that train uh, and rail and public infrastructure, public com- commute infrastructure in North Carolina is underwhelming to say the least. But a billion dollars from Raleigh to Richmond, um, you know, without knowing too many details, would want to know, uh, you know, why, why now? Why uh, the the cost uh, and why? you know, uh, a, a more broader, uh, like Charlotte to Raleigh would be, uh, like smarter in my opinion, as step one to bridge Carolina, North Carolina together, uh, and then maybe venture into Virginia. But yeah, without knowing too much about it, that's my hot take on it. I, I don't disagree with you, right? Like as a North Carolinian, what would I like? I'd like more within North Carolina transportation. I, I, I think, and we, and Bill and I were talking about that a little earlier. I agree with you on that. Does the economic opportunity, because I don't think it's just Richmond, right? If I think about, I, it's probably more about Washington, D.C., right? We're creating another connectivity route to Washington, D.C. And have you been to Richmond recently, Lenny? Uh over the past 12 months, I have not, but I have definitely had uh, many visits to Richmond. What's your take on Richmond? Uh, like, I, Rich- I, I like the walkability of it. What's your take on Richmond itself? Well, yeah, the, I think uh, definitely the walkability aspect is nice. It's a historic city, right? It was uh, between Charlotte and Richmond, I believe, that we're bidding for uh, the big airport, big regional airport that Charlotte won at the, uh, and, and, you know, big, big reason for the boom around Charlotte, not alone banking. But I think Richmond's a great town. It's got, uh, uh, it, you know, a college town. It's the walkability aspect. They got a lot of good things that we could probably use around River City. North Carolina to build. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, it's it's it. it I'd, I'd say it's it's good. It's a slower pace of life. I think it's a uh, more traditional, more conservative uh, area. But it's they've got uh, you know global headquarters of Fortune 500 companies there. So it's a it's a cute town, a uh, cute little city from my perspective. Um, what about yeah. right? Talk to me about your thoughts on riding the train in general, because this is where like I get stuck because, OK, well, if we have to commute to Raleigh and then to Richmond. So talk to me about riding a train and how you feel about that. Well, one riding the train, I, you know, I commuted two and a half hours each way from Princeton, New Jersey into this uh, NYC, uh, you know, for four months before I, I finally saved up enough money to uh, get into New York City. So I would say trains are definitely necessary. The Northeast definitely has uh, good blueprints to follow the subway or, you know, their their train system, uh, the New Jersey path, um, things around Boston. It, it's, it, it could really produce uh, a lot of efficiencies. I mean, yet instead of people having to pay for cars now that are inflated costs and, you know, costs are continuing to rise, if we were able to get and even the toll lanes, you know, are variable and an extortion in of themselves. So if you had better train systems where, you know, there was a flat fee every day, commuter passes uh, to, so people maybe didn't need a car, um, things of that nature, uh, that's going to, you know, dr- uh, decrease traffic and increase economic ra- activity uh, in the Carolinas, whether it's, but I, again, I think it's first and foremost between Charlotte and Raleigh that should be uh, considered for this package. I, I don't understand the, uh, I, I see the DC connection, but a stronger 
North Carolina um, to get the tech development, you know, down in Charlotte and the banking and insurance into the tech area of Raleigh and, and just be able to, uh, you know, get more innovation within the Carolinas versus worrying about um, Virginia and and or Washington, D.C. and things of that nature. Uh, we got our own problems to worry about here uh, in the Carolinas and is it worth it to consider leaving Charlotte out of the equation? Because we know we know how the dollars right work from from the Charlotte perspective. Will they spend the money? What will they believe and see the vision of it? Should we just cut Charlotte out? Let's say if it starts and ends in the Lake Norman, goes north and then rides forty out to Raleigh. Is that a doable equation? And then let Charlotte get on board at the end of the equation rather than be the starting point. What do you think about that? Yeah. No, I, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that makes perfect sense to start. You know, you can't bring all that congestion into Charlotte with the poor city planning that's already taken place and developments that are, you know, big obstacles for civil engineering. So I definitely think that starting uh, like there's that 180 acre parcel of land that's right outside uh, exit 31 or something to that nature that, uh, you know, could buy for a a train station um, uh, along with a community that's built around that uh, parking and the whole nine yards uh, so that people can get out of Charlotte and then jump on um, the train between Raleigh and and what have you makes uh, total sense. And then Charlotte can, uh, once they see the efficiency of it, they can plan to uh, extend it into Charlotte and the South Charlotte and greater charlotte metro area um let me let me ask you about like so so the train station itself so if i envision a train station at let's say exit 28 catawba avenue right in front of antiquity the problem i foresee is okay kind of twofold one how do you get people to the train station right in a in a former fashion that doesn't clog up the roads but let's assume a lot of people will drive to that station when they get there would you have an objection to parking structures that go pretty substantially vertical in order to house all those vehicles for commuters? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think that's a necessary evil but I, uh, to consider, but I would challenge that with, you know, uh, technologies and companies out there that are more to, into the burrowing, uh, meaning going underground, um, you know, uh, instead of trying to build vertical makes a lot more sense to, uh, to, to build parking decks, uh, going in that direction to minimize, uh, vertical growth. But, uh, again, that's, that's my personal opinion. If I had to pick, I would choose between having parking decks in a train station versus not, I would definitely take, uh, the vertical eyesore of a parking deck, um, because I think that, we'll be able to grow around it. And that's, uh, that, that at the end of the day, it's, it's going to be necessary for this area to grow sustainably. That's a, I, I appreciate the, the insight. Let, let, last question for you, then I'll let you go. Cause I know you got stuff to do a billion dollars for Raleigh to Richmond. How, how, what percentage of the project it, taking a guess shot in the dark, not knowing one, you know, estimate whatsoever, even myself, how much percentage of that project do you think is covered by the $1 billion? 50%, 20%, 80%, 100%, what do you think? Mm, um, yeah, with, yeah, it's uh, maybe, uh, I, would, I would say I would say 15 to 20% probably, yeah, in that range is what I'm guessing as, as to the total cost um, after 
running into issues. And then, of course, uh, starting to they're going to try to expand mid project or try to create a a continuous Ferris wheel for government funding and and things of that nature. So uh, I think just transparency and where that billion dollars go is always uh, understandable. Yeah, sorry, that was where, Bill. Sorry, that was Bill. He didn't mean to do that too. No, all good. All good. It's just, uh, yeah, understanding the uh, transparency of where that billion a billion dollars is a, is a lot of money. So, I uh, would like to really understand where every single dollar of that billion dollars is going versus in any politicians' pockets, because uh, that is. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of money, billion dollars. I think you could. I think you could actually cover the project cost with it if there was, uh, if it was actually uh, priced out at you know the lowest pot, like a Walmart price point at cost price point with no management fees, with no, for lack of better terms, BS. Uh, right? Uh, no one getting paid extra funny money out of that billion dollars. You could get it done. You could get it done. Uh, under a billion dollars, but with the current process in the current state of the world, this is uh, it's going to keep printing that money and keep asking for more of it. That's it. It's only money. Bitcoin Lenny on the phone. We appreciate you, Lenny. If you haven't yet, sign up for the 12 Days of Christmas giveaway. It starts tomorrow. WSICnews.com. Giving away over a billion dollars worth of prize. Wait, no, we're not. I'm not allowed to say that. I shouldn't say that. Not a billion dollars worth of prizes. <laughs> Good morning, okay, at 8.33 on this Wednesday day, 12 days of Christmas giveaway. That's what's going on, wsicnews.com slash holiday. Tomorrow's the day it starts. We draw a winner every day, winning free stuff. wsicnews.com slash holiday is where you sign up. It's free to sign up, and we're giving away free stuff. That's exciting. We do have a programming change uh, right now, Jason Drum. Um, has some things going on. Busy season still in that uh, lawn and garden, home and garden kind of time frame. Still some time. I seeded my lawn with Jason's Seed Drums Premium Turf Blend. It's already sprouting little sproutlets, nice and green. Utilize the fertilizer and the lime. DrumLandscapeSupply.com is the website you go to. They're located in Statesville, but delivered to the entire Lake Norman area. DrumLandscapeSupply.com. And that's what you can do. You want to do a little news? No? Maybe yes, no, maybe so? Something like that? We don't have to. I could just sit around and tell people what I'm going to have for lunch today. I am debating right now what it will be. Uh, peanut butter jelly always is a good classic, I'd say. Don't know why, but r- literally right now in this moment, chicken salad sounds pretty good. You a big chicken sa- salad fan? I I do enjoy it. I I I remember at one point chicken salad wasn't weren't grapes really popular in chicken salad at one point? Are they still popular in chicken salad? Or did that die? Like now we've switched. Like no, remove the grapes from the chicken salad. Is it true that like we really shouldn't eat as much corn as we do? Like it doesn't actually provide any nutritional value for our bodies. It just stays the same and as it exits. Is that a thing? I feel like I've heard that before. Oh, well. Uh, Patrick, uh, Congressman Patrick McHenry announcing he will not seek re-election. It, kind of a shift. I mean, I, I, I didn't, I'm not, look, I'm not on the inside on this kind of stuff. But 
you know, as far as leadership goes, he was interim speaker. Takes some skill. He's obviously got knowledge. He knows what he's doing. So now the debate is, okay, who's going to take the seat? Who's going to go for the seat? Um, Mr. Harrington now, I think, switched from a district. Now he's uh, officially in the District 10 as far as for running for it. Um, all of that to say, I'm grateful for the leadership we've got locally and the, and the family at WSIC we've got who can help explain things. 11 o'clock today, you've got Representative Jason Sane show, All Things Sane. I'm sure he will talk about this in some way, shape, or form because he is very good at keeping us apprised at what is going on uh, both locally. And then, you know, this this is a local situation. It affects us both locally and federally. You've got to have good representation. I don't envy the people that run for office. Um, I try not to throw stones. I, I enjoy throwing stones sometimes, but it's hard work and it's true servanthood. And, and so doing that kind of thing, like, right, it's not like a glitz and glam job. You get a bunch of money when you get out. You know, you write some books and you do some stuff, but... Um, we do need good leadership. I mean, look, we get a billion dollars from Senator, you know, thanks to Senator Tom Tillis and his work on the uh, infrastructure package. We got a billion dollars for a new line. Got to be grateful for that. So I'm looking forward to Representative Sane show, All Things Sane, which airs every Wednesday from 11 to noon. I have no doubt he'll be talking about the things going on. Um, a lot to talk about. No, yes, no, babe. Oh. All right, this is The Good, Bad, and The Ugly, presented by Nelson Royals. That's nelsonroyals.com, the store with the horse on top. Uh, all your boots, saddlery, work, and western wear, just stop by Nelson Royals, and there you will find care. Um, and belt buckles. And belt buckles. Care and belt buckles. Care and belt buckles. Ah! Oh! Gosh, that one always surprises me. And, like, I wait for it, and but then it still happens. Right. Like, maybe it won't happen today. Nope. Um, so it's not really a good, bad, ugly. It's more of just kind of a good, uh, you know, maybe a little silly, funny, um, than an, a really ugly, oh, terrible. No. All right. What? Um, so, Burkdale Village. You been there? I've uh, heard of it. Yes. Um, so it's right down the road. You have definitely been there. Um, Apple Store coming to Burkdale. Oh... Apple Store coming to Burkdale. Is so that good? That's good news. That you've got that as good. You tell me. Um, mm. Another thing here. We got uh, another news headline. We have uh, the guy who discovered the crack on the Fury 325. Yeah. Well, he's going to be one of the charlatans of the year. He's up for being nominated for one of the charlatans of the year. But what I found funny uh, was the quote uh, by him that um, Jeremy Wagner is his name. I'm sorry. Uh, he obviously made people aware of the crack and he got a response nobody was really taking him seriously there was no urgency and he said i was wearing a britney spears t-shirt so i can understand why they didn't take me seriously so this dad who's there with his whole family you know is running up trying to tell people there's a crack there's, there's a, a crack. crack on the ride there's a crack on the ride and uh, i just thought that was a a pretty what are you smoking crack sir yeah back pretty, away from me four funny. feet give me four feet Pretty funny quote there. Um, and then ugly news is Panera. Panera. Don't tell me something I don't want to know. It's their highly caffeinated drinks. Oh. Right? So they have a line of drinks that just have an obscene amount of caffeine in them. And they haven't really made it aware. But people are, this is the second person who has died. 
What? Um, yeah, from having some of these drinks. Just to, there's so much caffeine, and they're in those like free refill spots. And you, you know, you might think just because you're at Panera that it's super healthy, yeah, you're going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. And they, uh, you know, someone, uh, uh, someone died. Um, that's ugly. So that is. Ugly. That's also bad. Yeah, I would say that's bad and ugly. I I will say I am grateful you didn't say what my fear was that you were going to say that a roach was found in the macaroni and cheese. No. Worse, I would say. Okay. Is that it? That's three stories. Three things. All right. Burkdale Village Apple Store. Yep. <sighs> there are pros and cons. There certainly are. Do the pros outweigh the cons? So long as the people who are shooting people at Northlake don't come with the package, I'd say it's a net positive. Speaking of. Because that's why Apple left Northlake. Right. Very open, honest conversation. Northlake, people are getting shot. We don't like it. We're leaving. Now, maybe the timing worked out that their lease was coming up for renewal and they decided not to. I don't know the answer to that. I doubt it. Because, like, Apple, like, why would they leave? Like, if things were going well. They seem like they invest and they're going to stay. I, If I had to guess, I haven't seen the lease. Don't know anything about it. I'm going to assume it's at least a 10-year lease. Can we talk a little bit about Apple, the company itself? What do you think they are right now? Where? Yeah, because I just heard on the way up here that their market cap was over $3 trillion. Yeah, I, do you I think, think that, it continues do, to grow. You think it continues to grow? Because I've what I find interesting is you hear a lot of these tech companies, you know, it's AI this, AI that. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't really heard anything from the Apple store. From the store's perspective? You don't, the, the Apple store itself is a destination. Right. A retail destination. The brand and the way of growth will continue for the company as a whole. Obviously, like a main staple is selling phones. Being in front of people the way they are, they will draw people in and people just buy their stuff. Are they uh, a phone company? I, I I go to Steve Jobs on that where he made it clear. He believes that they're a software company. And right. I think that he has ingrained that into them. I Here's what I want to see them do more of, which I think actually we as Americans need to focus on from a sector perspective. This whole microchip processor situation, because, you know, Warren Buffett had the inside on Apple buying that company. What is it in Idaho or somewhere in the Midwest that makes processing to maybe Arizona? Warren Buffett had the inside and, and and had shares of that company too really, really quick. It's amazing how that happens. I think the microprocessor processing chip, because you look at what Apple did even now with music and how they bought Beats. And have you seen the new Apple headphones? I have not. So Rocky Lynn has a pair in Statesville and I got to wear them. And you can actually talk on the phone with them too, of course. They're wireless and they're like the Mondo wireless style ones, like full coverage, like as if you're wearing like radio headphones all day long. They're nice. I mean, the sounds and they have these settings where you can make it like uh, noise canceling where you can't hear anything else. But then it's got like this passive setting that you can hear other things mm -hmm. like if you needed to be able to have other stuff going right. on. Very interesting from the technology side. Music obviously being a big part. But from the market cap perspective, how I think they get to the next level is the micro trip processor side. I mm -hmm. think their technology, um, their M1 chip, um, you know, they're trying to compete with Intel. You right. look at their computers, you can buy it either with the Apple chip or you can buy it with the Intel chip. That's a 
kajillion dollar game right there, right? Whatever number is I can make up with more zeros. So Apple as a company, I think that draws people in, which then helps the other small businesses. Obviously, Burkdale doesn't have as many small businesses now as they did, but the Lake Norman area, I do believe will benefit uh, from, from this. Obviously, Burkdale will continue to stay busy. Uh, Charlatine of the Year, Jeremy Wagner, funny. The Britney Spears shirt comment is hilarious. I could definitely right. see that. And scenario. a hero. And a hero, which is cool. Hey, make a Charlatine of the Year? Sure. Right. I'm not sure if you won Charlatine of the Year. I know he's just up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Panera? I actually haven't drank the caffeine drinks there. So uh, right. Be that sucks. That, that's, that's not yeah, good. Terrible. That's not good. So don't drink the caffeine drinks is probably would be my recommendation. Almost maybe a PSA at this point. Yeah. I, probably I'll shouldn't say. drink right. it right now. At least like maybe just one. Don't go back for a refill. Don't go like back minimum. for that free refill. Yeah. I mean, that must be a lot of caffeine yeah. for someone to die. I mean, that's it's too much. Yeah. Well, that's the good, bad, and the ugly. Brought to you by Nelson Royals, the store with the horse on the roof. 12 days of Christmas time at WSICnews.com slash holiday. Bill Russell coming up. Good morning, okay. And 848, 12 days of Christmas giveaway starts tomorrow. Sign up today, WSICnews.com slash holiday. That's where you go if you want to win a bunch of free stuff. You know what I love is a bunch of free money, like a billion dollar grant. Like what could we do with a billion dollar grant for infrastructure? What about a, a passenger train from Raleigh to Richmond, at least a new one? Bill Russell, president of the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce, joining us now on the phone. Bill, what's your take on a billion dollars for a new passenger rail from Raleigh to Richmond? Bill, you there? Would like to do with a billion dollars, <laughs> and particularly here in Lake Norman. No, I, I, if, if that's what it's dedicated to, I think that's... Uh, uh, a, a good asset. I certainly, I have been on the train that we took from Charlotte to Raleigh. Uh, and then I've been on the buses that went from Raleigh to Charlotte. And I much, much rather prefer the train. That's a fair assessment. Do you, do you think that this will have ancillary benefits for particularly the Lake Norman area by having this, this passenger train go to Raleigh? I think so, because I was listening to your discussion earlier with Bill, where he said, you know, if it was a train, I, I think I would spread out and listen to my music, read my books. I think people could conduct business. I mean, it's on a train, you can spread out a little bit easier. You can move around. You can go back and, and see the guy at the back easier than you can shuffling in a bus. And you certainly can't do that in a car. So, uh, yeah, I think that there would be bit, people that do business in Raleigh. Uh, a lot of us do. Uh, we, we do go to the Capitol. And, and, and so, yeah, I think that would be a, a great benefit for, for Lake Norman. How did a small business Saturday work out here? What are you hearing from the businesses? Do people go and spend dollars at the local small businesses? How, what's it sounding like in the small business community? <laughs> you know, I wish I could tell you that. I, I, I think, you know, I was on vacation last week, went down to Florida and uh, spent a week. So I just got back in town Monday and it's been, it's been pl playing catch up ever since. So I haven't had the opportunity to really ask folks about, uh, what happened over the weekend. Although I heard Christmas in Davidson was spectacular. The parade was wonderful. Um, you know, I, I went to our lodge meeting last night and we have a barbecue uh, to support the uh, Masonic. And uh, we, we it, it was the best barbecue we've ever had in terms of people participating. So, uh, yeah, I, th I think things have gone real well. 
that's good. We like that in the in the local area. What are you looking forward to with the Christmas time coming up? I mean, you got what less than three weeks now, Bill. Have you checked off all the the things you got to get done on the list? <laughs> well, you know, Christmas season actually stopped started uh, before Halloween, right? <laughs> oh, that's true. The day before, I believe it gets, it it gets earlier and earlier every year. But <clears throat> yeah, I've 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 got my list of things that I need to get for family and friends and. Looking forward to it. And uh, the Chamber of Commerce, we have our biggest networking event of the year uh, tomorrow at McIntosh Law Firm. That's Brickhouse Tavern, Bookman Brighton. We always have a huge after hours there. 200, 250, 300 people will be out at that after hours. So it will be one. If you're in business, you want to be at the Chamber's business after hours at McIntosh Law Firm. There you go. That's And you've got your show today. Town Talk airs every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. What's on tap for you today? Oh, this is going to be a great one. We have we have Andy and Tally Upchurch. Uh, you probably are very familiar with Ben 110, which is close for the holidays because they're going through an upset. He's expanding his footprint there at Ben 110, but they also have Pinspiration Lake Norman, which is down at North Cross. And, of course, that's not closed, and they're booking things for, for holiday parties and, and socials. So we're going to be talking to them about their businesses. Ben 110 is probably the premier bourbon bar uh, in Lake Norman. I mean, the variety of bourbons they have and some that you couldn't get if you went down to your ABC store. So we're going to be talking about that and talking about, you know, what distinguishes a, a bourbon from other whiskeys. We'll be talking about wines and what wines you really need for the holidays. So um, it's, it's going to be a great show. Sounds like it's going to get a little fast and loose. I'm going to have to prep Bill the buffer here just to be prepared for <laughs> Wild Bill, who's coming in to host that show at 4 p.m. today. Uh, so w- with the Chamber, talk to us about, you mentioned tomorrow, the After Hours event happening at McIntosh Law and Brickhouse Tavern there in uh, Davidson, exit 30. Speaking of Davidson real quick, Steph Curry getting the, the road named after him. I'm not really that excited about it. Am I a Scrooge for that? <laughs> Well, Steph Curry had made a phenomenal impact on Davidson and our whole region, and he is just one of the really super guys. I mean, when he comes back, he the, one of the things he does, he goes down to the cafeteria and talks to and hugs on the people that served him uh, lunch and breakfast and dinner at at, at uh, Vail Commons. He he's just one of the good guys, and sometimes we make these athletes and they become our role models and mentors but they don't necessarily walk the talk. That's not Steph. He is a great guy. He, he invests in this community. You look at what he did over at Ada Jenkins Center. Uh, I, I'm excited that they, they did that. I was in the town board meeting when they were talking about it, and I think that's appropriate. And if there's one individual who's made a mark, he certainly is among those people. Sounds like I'm going to be eating some crow here shortly. Uh, okay, so all of the <laughs> new elected officials have been sworn in. I saw the pictures and smiles, um, which unfortunately sometimes turn to frowns shortly thereafter when they get into the actual job of doing it. How did everything go with the new swearing in of all the new elected officials? Well, I actually went to the Huntersville uh, swearing in, and I'll tell you, listening to some of those, who are retiring or stepping down. Uh, Lance Munger <laughs> did a phenomenal job of talking about his uh, years on the town board. Certainly Melinda, Stacy, Rob Kidwell. It, listening to those out comments, if you didn't get a chance, go back and, and watch that video and, and listen to them talk about uh, their experience. And then, yes, watching the new people come on board. 
Uh, I think they're going to do a phenomenal job. I'm looking forward to working with uh, our elected officials from Cornelius Davidson and Huntersville. So we've got some great people that's going to be leading our communities in Lake Norman. That you, you work with the local leaders every day. You also, from time to time, and there's always an effect at the national level, you've got Tom Tillis, who you, you work quite closely with throughout the year, uh, Congressman Patrick McHenry announcing that he will be retiring. What do you think is important for those who who obviously are going to have to vote now on new leadership at the congressional level. What should we be looking at for a leader as it relates to the House and how it represent how they represent the Lake Norman area at in Washington? Well, certainly are they grounded here. I mean, so, sometimes you, you get into Washington and you're there so long that you really forget why you're there and who you're representing. And I think we see that. Uh, I'm not a big I'm not a, I'm not really a term limit person because I think that you can you can uh, you can limit them by your votes, but once they get there, it's rather difficult to get them out. And uh, you know, I I respect those people who term limit themselves. And Patrick's uh, announcement yesterday came as a complete surprise to me. I thought it was somebody he he enjoyed what he did and did a good job at it. But maybe he term limited. Maybe he felt like, hey, I've done done what I can do, and time to let somebody else step in. So. Again, we need to make sure that those people going into Washington, D.C. representing us are going to do just that, represent us on the things that we need. Bill Russell, president of the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce, also host of Town Talk, which airs every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. You can catch his show here on WSIC today, 4 to 5 p.m. Also, WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. You can watch what sounds to be like a bourbon brawl. That's going to happen today at 4 p.m. Uh, Bill, do you have a particular brand of bourbon that is your favorite? Russell's Reserve. I can't say I'm surprised. That's a, that's by a wild that. turkey brand. Yeah, that's a wild turkey brand. Jim Russell is actually the the uh, the guy who is over uh, wild turkey, but uh, Russell's Reserve is my go-to. I also like uh, Old Forester. I like the Statesman Old Forester. So those are probably my two. Are you gonna? Are those two gonna be present in studio today at four p.m. or not sure right now? Is, is is that allowed? Can we can we bring brown water into a WSIC Real Talk studio? Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I think you just have to disclose if you drink it on air. I think the law is you have to say you're drinking. That that's just the only factor. I think. Ah, uh, uh, no, I think I, I think I'll uh, dispense with the Dean Martin, Johnny Carson type of atmosphere there, and we'll just talk about it. <laughs> that sounds good. Bill Russell, president of the Lake Norman Chamber. Bill, we appreciate you. Uh, get, give somebody like some holiday cheer, you know, like for, for the upcoming season. Give me like a good ho, 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 or what's like a good Christmas saying in the <laughs> Russell household that you're used to uh, every year at holidays? Well, you know, I, I my my brother does the Thanksgiving uh, dinner. I always take care of, of Christmas dinner. Since my grandparents passed away, my both grandmothers always hosted us. But once uh, once we didn't have our grandmothers in our life, uh, I've kind of taken over the the role of you know always doing uh, Christmas dinner and, and our festivities at my house. So we'll be down at the farm. We used to do it at Huntersville, but now we do it in Rock Hill. So all my family will come to the farm. What do what do farmers do in the winter? You know, teachers get ten weeks off in the summer. Do farmers get ten weeks off in the winter? Farmers don't get a day off. <laughs> not even one. Not even one. Bill Russell, president of Lake Norman one, Chamber, buddy, not even one. The host of Town Talk. Bill, we'll see you later, four p.m. Check out the show. Sounds like it's going to be a good one today. Thank you, Jesse. All right. All right, coming up on 9 o'clock, which means that you're about to hear the greatest voice in radio history, Pat Shannon.
the greatest voice there ever has been in broadcasting, the home ad show. You got to buy something, sell something, trade something. Did you find something? Did you lose something? You got a birthday? You got an anniversary? You call Pat. He writes your name down. He spins the big wheel at 1045. Free prizes every day. I'm acting like it's a big deal for 12 days of Christmas giveaway, which starts tomorrow, that you can sign up for on WSICnews.com slash holiday. But Pat does that game every day. And so you're going to want to check out Pat. 11 o'clock representative Jason Sane. Wondering what's going on in Raleigh? Wondering what's going on in Washington, D.C.? Representative Sane's going to keep us surprised on that today. Looking forward to it. Todd Starnes, your national politics. You need to get that addiction itched. You can do it here on WSIC from noon to 3. 3 p.m., you've got the sheriff, Sheriff Darren Campbell of Iredell County. His show, The Good, The Bad, and The Guilty, airing from 3 to 4. And then at 4 o'clock, again, Town Talk, hosted by President of the Lake Norman Chamber, Bill Russell. What a day. WSICnews.com slash holiday. Sign up. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow morning, we're giving stuff away. We'll start bright and early. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Love you, my kid. Happy Holidays from 105.9, 100.7, WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.